welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Sefer Yeshaya, the book of Isaiah, verses chapter 1, verses 21 through 31. The, again, we're gonna, the, the, the theme of, these, of this paragraph is the prophet is focusing on the depth of the corruption in society, meaning to say is how, how much injustice there was or how, how much injustice has taken root in the society, in the very fabric of society, and how eventually it's going to turn around and God will cleanse the society. Eicha Haisa Lezaina, verse 21. How was she a harlot, Kirya Nemana, that faithful city? In other words, once upon a time, Jerusalem was a faithful city. It was a city that was faithful to God, was faithful to the principles of justice. Malayasi Mishpat, she was filled with justice. Tzedek, righteousness, Yolinba, would sleep over in it. Va'ata, and now Meratzchem, and now they are murderers. The, the, the very opposite of justice and righteousness. The word zaina, the word harlot, generally is a reference to the sin of idolatry. Israel is married to God, and when they commit idolatry, it's considered they are, it's as if they're doing an act of adultery. A woman who's married to a husband and goes and does an act of adultery with another man, that's usually what the word zaina is referring to. In this context, it doesn't seem to be referring to that because the whole focus of this chapter is injustice between man and man. But it's related. The two concepts are related because a woman who is not faithful to her husband doesn't have the concept of justice rooted in her mind. If she would have the concept of justice, mishpat, clear in her mind and in her heart, she would never do such a thing. She would understand where she belongs and what's appropriate for her to do and where she doesn't belong. So the two concepts are intertwined and related to each other. Verse 22, Kaspech, your silver, your money. Hayal Sigim was dross. Savech, your wine. Mahol Bamayim was mixed with water, was diluted with water. In other words, what's considered real is not real. The, the society is, is just full of forgery and fake and, and, and dishonesty. Sarayich, your officers, Sayrim, are people who stray, the Chavrei Ganovim, and the friends of thieves. Kulay Ayhev Shaychad, all of them love bribery, Bereidev Shalmainim, and are running after, are pursuing gifts. Yasayim Layishbaitu, they don't judge the orphan, Veriv Mana, and the argument of the widow, Layavay Aleim, doesn't come to them. The Sar, the Sarayich, your officers, the Sar is supposed to be someone who is removed from the, he's above the, you know, the, the regular uh, pettiness of society. He's supposed to be someone who's above it and keeping everyone in place, keeping everyone in line. And he is the person in this, in this case, in this corrupt society, they were so corrupt that they were just running after uh, they, they were the ones that were straying. They were the ones that were uh, friends of the thieves. Raidev Shalmanim, running after that which pays for them. In other words, they would before they did something, they would calculate, does it pay for me? And that's not what an officer, a leader in society is supposed to do. A leader in society is supposed to ask himself what's right in society and what's wrong in society and not, nothing to do with himself. 
Verse 24 is God's response. Lachain, therefore, Hashem says the Master, the Lord of hosts, Avir Yisrael, the might of Israel, the power of Israel. Hoi, here's a cry of emotion, here's a cry of triumph. Enachem, Mitzarai, I will comfort myself from my enemies. In other words, I'll get rid of them and I will be comforted. They'll be gone. I won't have to deal with them anymore. Vinachma, I will take revenge. Me'ayavai, from those who, those, from my enemies. The word, two words, Sarai, would mean more people who oppress me. Oyvai are my practical enemies. And the point is, God is saying, I'll, I'll get rid of the, the causes of evil in society. If there are particular people that, that are pushing society in the wrong direction, God will move them out of the way. Ve'ashiva yadi alayich, I will turn my hand over you. Ve'etzreif kabar sigayich, this, this metaphor of turning my hand over you, God is saying, I will, I will, it means he will cleanse the people. He will cleanse the people and put his hand over them again and again in the sense of going through, like cleaning out the, 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 the people. The etzreif, I will refine. Kabir. The word kabir could have, it could mean purity. Sigayach, your dross. It means I'll take your dross and remove it and you'll be left pure. Another way of interpreting that word would be kabir. Bar is a plant substance which people use to clean things and i'll cleanse you of your dross just like this plant cleanses whatever materials it is used to clean and i'll remove all of your tin or all of your lead this was the dross of silver would be tin they'd put the substance tin in the silver to you know, to, to pass it on as if it would be pure silver when, in fact, it was a large percentage of uh, lesser metal. I'll restore your judges as they were in the beginning. And your advisors, your counselors, like it was all the way in the beginning. After that, you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Again, we have this, this theme of God taking Israel back to their former glory. There were, there were times in Israel's history when God was satisfied with the way the society was operating. They had the right type of judges, the right type of people. Some interpret this, the in fact, reference back to Moses and Aaron and, and, uh, and David and Solomon. But the point is there was a time in history when Israel was pleasing to God in the sense of justice. They're moving in the right direction. No one is ever perfect. God is not asking for perfection. He's asking to move in the right direction. And Israel was moving in that direction. And God is going to restore that former glory. Zion will be redeemed through justice. Two ways of understanding this, either through the observance and the practice of justice. They will practice justice and they will then be redeemed. Another way of understanding this is God will exercise his justice and that will redeem Israel. The point, even though it sounds like in concept they might be different, but in fact they are the same because if God exercises justice and they are redeemed, that means there must be people amongst them that are doing that which is right in God's eyes. Those who return with charity, Again, poetic Hebrew, they will re- those who return will return. That extra will return is not there in the verse. But the concept is they will return with charity. Again, it could be the charity that they practice, or it could be God's charity. The understanding would be is there'll be some level of 
justice, maybe the righteous people will be redeemed through justice, but then the rest of the people will be redeemed through God's charity. V'shever poishim v'chatoim yachtov, the break of the trans, the sinners and the transgressors together. In other words, the redemption of Israel and the breaking of the sinners will come together. It will come at the same time. V'oizvei Hashem, those who abandoned the Lord, those who abandoned God, Yichlu, will be utterly destroyed. They will be embarrassed from those trees. Elim is a certain type of tree, uh, oak, this other translation of what type of tree this is. But it's, it's a nice tree, which they have desired. It's another word for embarrassment and shame. It's from the gardens that you have chosen for yourselves. And the point over here is people will put their idols in these places where there's beautiful leafy trees or fresh and lush gardens and the point is they would look at a, a, a place that is blessed from a physical standpoint and they would see it as not a recipient of God's blessing but rather a source of blessing in and of itself which is the root of idolatry the concept of idolatry and we'll elaborate upon, about this in the later chapters is when someone sees a recipient of God's blessing as an independent source of blessing they would see these gardens as independent sources of blessing and they would say if this garden is blessed and it's a source of blessing I want my idol or whatever it is I want my power to come from this idol and they would see the idol as an independent source of blessing that's why they would place the idol in the garden and this is related to injustice because again we're not talking about idolatry over here in general the, the theme seems to be justice versus injustice the the whole concept of justice is giving to giving whatever item it is that we're discussing to the one it belongs to everything belongs to god our hearts belong to god our devotion belongs to god an idol is someone who sees himself or the people see it this idol doesn't say anything but the people see the idol as independent of god and that's taking the idol out of the realm of god's you know creation it's god's God is the total master over everything. It's taking it away from God's world, so to speak, or God's domain. And it's a reflection, the idol demanding the worship of hearts that don't belong to it is a reflection of a powerful person taking money and taking benefits and taking services which don't belong to him. And they'll be embarrassed. The people will be embarrassed on these gardens, from these trees. The point is they'll realize that they put their trust and they, they their whole worldview was warped and built on a wrong understanding. Kisiu, you will be, this verse continues, ke'ela noivelas aleha, like the same tree that its tr- leaves are withering. Lechagana, like a garden, asher mayim enla, that doesn't have water. To the point over here is, the metaphor is, is that the tree and the garden were seen as an independent source of blessing by having the the leaves wither or the garden dry up, has no water, that demonstrates that the tree is not an independent source of blessing. The garden is not an independent source of blessing. It needs, it's, it's, it, it must be a recipient. It's needy, just like all of us are needy, and it needs sustenance from the outside. And when the powerful people in society lose their power, they see that the, you know, what they, what they thought was independent strength and their inherent right to get whatever they want. It's not theirs. They're, they are they are beggars. They're, they are needy and dependent beings, just like every other creation in existence. That which was 
strong, which was seen as strong and powerful, linoiris. Linoiris is the when you comb flax, the little strands that are useless that come out. It's it, it's like most like the most useless and flim, useless and flimsy substance that that you could think of. The strong that which was strong and powerful, and the the wealth that people that gave people a feeling of security and strength will be like this useless substance. Ufayale, the people that worked this strength, that created this strength by stealing and by building up this wealth of of, of injustice. Lenitzai, the, the person will be the spark. The theme is that the, the sin itself destroys the sinner and and whatever the sin accomplished. Uvaru Shneim Yachdav, the two of them will burn together, the Ein Mechaba, and there'll be none to extinguish them. The idea again is society has become unjust. God is calling on society to to move towards justice, move in the right direction, and God is saying he will himself orchestrate the events to make sure that, that happens. And then all who were living in that society and and living with the with the security that, that society gave them will 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 be undone. Their their whole worldview will 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 fall apart.